Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Now for our story. Aunt Mary Lane's household had returned from the courthouse in Huntsville late in the afternoon after witnessing the amazing culmination of Bill Meade's custody suit when Lisa Fenner from the witness stand had claimed as her own the baby Kit Calvert had taken from her. Shortly after the family arrived home, a summer storm had come up, had descended with a quickly spent fury and then traveled on. The intensity of the storm seemed to symbolize the turbulent period through which they had all just passed, and now after supper, the mood of the little farmhouse on Willow Road is quiet, with a calm which comes not with peace, but with physical as well as emotional exhaustion. Peggy Douglas is outside on the front porch with Nicholas Dorn, her fiancé, while Randy Lane sits in the living room listening to his mother at the telephone in the hall. Yes. Yes, uh, uh, just a minute. I didn't catch that last. Oh, I see. Yes. Yes, thank you very much. Goodbye. Well, that was good news. Was it, Mom? I was just thinking if I were the gossipy sort, I wouldn't have gotten much from that conversation. <laughs> no, I guess you wouldn't. It was Western Union, Randy. A wire from Chicago, from Dell Shipley. Oh, what'd you have to say? Hmm? It's coming down tomorrow. Swell. <laughs> Yes, I'm glad too, Randy. Now that the trial's over and everything's more or less settled. I wonder if we are settled, Mom. Anyway, it'll be good for you to have Dell around for a day or two. Someone for you to talk with who hasn't a bunch of problems. Well, I don't know about that, Randy. Dell has her troubles like anyone else. Maybe so. But she doesn't toss them all on your lap the way the rest of us do. Why, Randy, you don't either. And even if you did, you're my family. <laughs> I wonder how Bill's feeling tonight. Poor guy. He's certainly been taking an awful beating lately. And then today, getting a shock like that. Yeah. You know, I couldn't help watching him when Lance Fenner marched up to Jesse. Took the baby in his arms. It, it made me feel sort of ashamed of myself. As if I'd been eavesdropping. It was so revealing, Mom. The, the look that went over Bill's face in that instant. I saw it too, Randy. I knew what must have been in his heart then. Yeah. What a world. You know, Mom, when I was overseas, I used to think of home, of Wakefield. It meant everything that's fine and peaceful and good to me. Well, things can go haywire here just as much as anywhere else, I guess. Well, Randy... Wherever they're human beings, there's bound to be unhappiness for someone, I suppose. That is, unless we learn to be considerate of one another, unselfish. Do you think we ever will learn, Mom, as people? I think we are learning, Randy. Very slowly, gradually. When you read the papers, even, you can see from what's going on. We're making an effort to understand that this whole world is like a gigantic family now. And... We have to learn to get along with one another. Yeah. Now look at this situation with Kit and Bill and Lisa's child. It needn't have happened if Kit hadn't been thinking of herself, first of all. If she looked ahead and thought about how her actions would affect so many other people. And then, if you look deeper, you might say that even Kit isn't entirely responsible for the person she's become. As Ben... Her father's influence on her. I'd call it more of a blight than an influence. Mm, perhaps on mine. 
person can be changed, distorted, almost crippled spiritually by the wrong environment. Oh, sure, that's so, Mom. If Bill had never happened to meet Kit, look how different his whole life might have been. Wonder what'll happen now. I uh, talked to him for a minute or two afterwards while you were getting into the car. How was he taking it? Well, it was awfully good, but you know how Bill is. I could see he'd been hit pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, maybe I ought to drive in and see him. Give him a little moral support. What do you think, Mom? Randy, I, I asked Bill if he'd like to come out to dinner. Didn't he want to? Oh, said he thought he'd go on home. Said he had a lot of thinking to do. About the future. Well, I... I hate to think of his being there all alone. Well, maybe he's right. He's going to have a lot of adjustments to make. Yes, he will. I'm afraid our little Peggy will, too. Have you any idea how this thing's affecting her mom? She was so quiet at dinner. Mm, it's hard to say, Randy. I've wondered about it, too. Yeah. I only hope... Yes, Randy? Well... Maybe it sounds disloyal, Mom, but I don't mean it to be. I'm sold on Nicholas. He's a darn nice guy, but... Well, I, I do hope Peggy doesn't go through with their plans for the wedding out of some... You know, some false idea that she has to because she gave her word. I've been concerned about that, too. Yet, she is fond of Nicholas Randy. Deeply fond of him. Well, that's just the that... trouble, Mom. She's fond of him. But you know darn well she's in love with Bill. And now that Bill's free, the child doesn't stand between them. Well, I just hope Peggy doesn't rush into anything. It's not too chilly for you out here, sweet? No, I'm all right, Nicholas. The air smells so nice and clean after the storm. Mm, doesn't it, though? You know, I'm in favor of summer storms. They always give the tired, beat-up old world a, a new lease on life. Mm-hmm. And speaking of a new lease on life, Peggy... Yes, Nicholas? Well, I was thinking we could do with one ourselves. Especially you. You've been going through more than your share of concentrated torture these last weeks. Oh, don't worry about me, Nicholas. In a way, I think it's been worse for you. Having to sit there and listen while that lawyer made all those insinuations about Bill and me. I'm so awfully sorry you had to, Nicholas. Sweet of you, Peggy, but it wasn't your fault. No. Still, that didn't make it any easier. Anyway, it's all over now, Nicholas. We can go ahead with our plans. Yes, of course. I'm going to make up to you for all this unpleasantness. Really, I am. I want you to know that this isn't going to make a bit of difference between us. Sure. Everything's fine now, darling. Maybe we can persuade the Jorgensen to let us have that nice little place we looked at before. We'll fix it up just the way we said. Remember that little brook winding around at the foot of the hill where you said we could have picnics and things? Yes, I remember. And yellow curtains in the kitchen? Flower garden? It'll be beautiful, Nick. You'll be so happy. Yeah, I'll be happy, Peggy. What about you? Well, of course I'll be. That's understood. Is it? Are you sure? Why, of course, Nick. What? Why do you ask? No reason, darling. 
Look, I, I think you're awfully tired, and I know I am. I guess I'd better take my weary bones home. Well, it's still quite early. No, I think I'll shove off. Let's go in for a moment, huh? I'd like to say goodnight to Randy and Aunt Mary. All right, Nick. If you really want to go. Randy said you're in the kitchen, Aunt Mary. Mind if I interrupt you for a moment? Why, well, of course not, Nicholas. I was just going to make a pot of coffee. You'll have some with us, won't you? Thanks, but I, I think not. I, I'm on my way. What? So early? Well, uh, I'm rather tired. And Peggy ought to get some rest. Oh, perhaps you're right. It's been a trying day for all of us. I should say it has. Uh, Aunt Mary. Yes? You weren't by any chance planning to be in town tomorrow, were you? Why, yes, I have some errands to do. Good. I was wondering if we might have a little talk together. Just the two of us. Of course we can. But what's this about, Nicholas? Well, I'd, I'd rather not say now, Aunt Mary. But I'll look forward to hearing from you at the hotel. Just give me a jingle when you have time to see me. I'll be waiting. All right, Nicholas. I'll do that. The young man said goodnight and left a few minutes later. Aunt Mary looked thoughtful as she heard his car driving away. He left so abruptly, acted rather strained, and his request that she stop and see him alone. Could it be something about Peggy, Aunt Mary asked herself? 